And good afternoon. It's Friday afternoon and uh, it's time for Business Eye again. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank, our, as usual, our sponsors, uh, the local enterprise office at Dunleary Ref Down. Uh, uh, hashtag making it happen. Joe, we're back again. We are back again, Simon. Another week. Two weeks are just flying in. I know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't believe we're nearly at the end of January. It's nearly Easter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Early, like someone said to me, says, oh, yeah, what are you doing for... Uh, Paddy's Day, I nearly <laughs> fell off. It says, I haven't even got through January. Well, I know the 20th of January was meant to be the most depressing day of the year. The Monday, the third month, yes, blue Monday. Which yeah. is, is also my wife's birthday, but I won't say that to her. <laughs> on it. Um, but it, I don't know, does it feel like a very long month? Uh, it does, yeah. It, it does, does, yeah. It yeah. definitely does, It yeah. does indeed. Who have we got on today, Simon? We've got two very interesting guests, one of whom I've done a bit of work with in the past and one who um, I think is incredibly intelligent. We'll come on to that in a second. <laughs> You're both intelligent. Uh, the first up is uh, Niall Parfit from Atlantic uh, Atlanticus Digi- Digital. Uh, Atlanticus Digital, yes. And you right, can Simon. spell it. You can say yes. that, pronounce it. I can't. Yeah. Uh, and I met you up in uh, Belfast. You did a bit of work selling a program that I did uh, at Queen's, Queen's uh, last year. So right, yes. uh, welcome. It's great to see thank, you again. Thank you very much, Simon. <laughs> great to be here. And Joe. Thanks. Thank and, you very and much. And then the second then is Eilish Quinlan. That's right. And you've got an amazing background. You started life as a cellist. That's right. You're an accountant, a Mensa member, which scares the hell out of me. Oh, don't let it. There's more important <laughs> measures uh, of intelligence. Outgoing chairman of ISME, a director of Strategic Banking Corporation of Ireland. So, uh, and you specialise in tax planning, business planning, and growth. So, and a lot of stuff. And an more. Award-winning accountant as well. 2019. Yay! Wow. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. So it's great to have you on. Thank you for coming in on this Friday. We, we have a list of 50 questions that we're going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Can I leave now, please? <laughs> yes. So how do you get the figs and the fig rolls? <laughs> so, yes. So just with, as we're saying there, you know, it's, it's Friday. It's coming towards the end of the year. A lot of people actually are doing their taxes or, or have finished their taxes and they're gearing up for the new year. Is it a strange month for yourself or is it a lull sort of after everyone trying to get everything done for, you know, December 2019 and then slowing down in January? Um, like no, Santa. It's, it's, it's not, there's certainly not a lull. We haven't had a lull in, in years now, thankfully. But it's a different month because it's, it's a new year. It's a new planning month. A lot of people have had a break. They come back with renewed energy. They have plans that they've thought of with their family. Um, apparently, it's the month when people change jobs, yeah. leave marriages, um, yeah, yeah. make huge Changes, decisions. Yeah. Yes. So from that end, it's a great time to actually get your house in order and make plans for the future. It, it's interesting you say that because it was on the radio that it's a busy month, especially in America, for law firms where people actually come in and want to get divorced because yeah. they've had yeah, this break yeah. and they realise the person that they're living with is driving yeah, them yeah. mad for the last <laughs> 20 years. I, I always notice in January bills that somebody hasn't chased before, they suddenly arrive and ex-collaborative business partners start coming back and saying, don't want to work with anymore. So they've yeah. been thinking about things over the Christmas yeah. period. But it, it's a really exciting time because you've you've had a chance to wind down from the day-to-day yes. grind yeah. and actually look at the bigger picture. And it's something that not enough of us do on a regular basis. I agree. I agree. Is it, is it an industry that you love? 
Yes. Yes. And and the reason I asked that, my wife was an accountant with ACACC. Yeah, yeah. And she is now a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And she realised that it wasn't something that she liked. She was a very, she's a very good accountant and thankfully she, she is my accountant. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was something that, she, now, and she loves nutrition. Yeah. So I think vocation, when I think of accountants, I think of a vocation. Well, I, I, for me personally, I had a very varied and back to front path to it. But I have to say for ACCA, it's the only qualification in accountancy that I could have ever got because I had three kids and a husband and a, and when I went to night school to qualify and no other, the, you know, no other qualification was open to me in that situation. It's also because it's a global qualification um, and it moves with the times. It's embracing technology. <coughs> Excuse me. It's embracing um what businesses need. So as 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 you, Simon said about the ISME, I'm very focused on SMEs and the qualification gives me tools to help SMEs and to plan forward and work with them. And it's really, mm. I love it because you can, you can make a difference. You can, it definitely. And SMEs are strange. You know, <laughs> we have large corporate and we have big multinational. And then you have the small business owner who is the lifeblood of Ireland. You know, if you calculated the amount of money that exchange hands on a monthly business from small enterprise, it's colossal. And the level of employment in SMEs. It's interesting, the whole area of business. So you, business growth, so you specialise in the financial tax side, but Niall, you specialise in the digital side and, and growing businesses. And I've seen you in action. And let me just say this, unlike most digital marketers and marketing people, you seem to have a real heart and soul and you seem to really care about your clients and you care about their trajectory. Yeah. So maybe just describe a little about the work you do, but for not 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 the technology side, but really how you connect with your clients and make sure they're moving in the right direction. Well, um, I suppose, Simon, I've, I've worked for 20 years for various organizations and for the large corporates as well. Um, and really what I've what I've sensed is I've been through the process with small organizations and the challenges that are associated with uh, with those um, people as well. My wife um, went out in business just before myself. We had a personal issue. My, my son had open heart surgery. It kind of changed our um, whole perception on life as well. Um, we had him home for six weeks and we found out that he had a heart condition that we didn't realize we didn't pick up from birth. Um, and I was kind of thrown into, um, I was working in Queens at the same time, and you were talking about qualifications. I was doing a part-time master's as well. And um, it, when an instant, something like that life-changing episode happens, and we've all had them, mm. it kind of does change your whole perception on life. Yeah. And that's where both myself and my wife uh, had a change in direction on uh, where we wanted to do and where we wanted to work. Mm. I love digital. I'm interested in technology. Mm. I started an Ulster Bank in 2000. There was no Google. There was no Facebook. We dealt with web websites and web pages and uh, spreadsheets then. And now it's just uh, evolved into this colossus of uh, information. Um, for a marketer, for myself, it's the data that I get to see, the information, the insights. That's what really makes me tick. Yeah. Uh, but also helping businesses, to helping them to grow. Yeah. So I love working with SMEs and I love working with them on uh, marketing campaigns and seeing the fruition of those campaigns uh, uh, come into life and really helping them grow their business. Yeah. 
as well. There's so much information out there um, and there's so many different products that we know. You know, Someone comes up with a great idea and you go online and there's a thousand companies doing it already. Um, and it, it, it's a very competitive market. But it, it has to be done right, really, truly. There's a lot of people, a lot of companies out there who will just jump on something and will, won't really test it to get the results on it. So it, do you take that step back where you go, okay, let's first find out who's your client before you kind of... Because I know I've heard, you know, the stories out there, people have spent twenty, thirty thousand 30000 on Google Ads yeah. and yeah. got got nothing yeah. and wondered why. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people say, oh, Google is brilliant. Google works because it's $53 billion a year. $53 billion a year, yes. But what portion of that isn't working for the people that are giving the money? Mm. It's so true, Joe, yeah. that you say that. And it's, it's a really interesting point. And likewise, I've dealt with many clients who've spent an awful lot of money on um, uh, marketing spend and advertising online. But when you ask them a simple question is, what is your ideal customer? They are completely flustered. Yeah. They kind of jump on a bandwagon because everybody else is doing it and they're spending the money. Yeah. But taking that step back and really understanding what is your customer? and what are their challenges um, and you know how do they how do you kind of alleviate those challenges as well by yeah, yeah. providing a solution for them yeah. um, and it's very difficult for organizations to take a step back and have a holistic view of what their what their strategic direction is uh, for their organization who they are and what the how they should come across and should we had this chat before should if they're a coach or a consultant should they have a big red call to action button on the website or maybe not if they prefer to be a bit more of a subtle organization and they've already got some big clients anyway. So you need to look at who you are before you even decide, before you're hoodwinked by somebody who's going to sell you to do this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the interesting thing as well is we're all sitting around the table and we're all in different industries, but it's the same question yep. that we ask our clients all the time. Exactly. Because there it is, and it's the question that, your clients fear the most because when you ask that question, they're frightened they're going to get it wrong. They're frightened of having to rechange what they've already done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, but a, it's a very simple question to ask, a very difficult yeah. one to, to answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I find that um, I, I do customer persona workshops and they can maybe last a day. And to really get into the nitty gritty of understanding what your your customer is, it takes time. It takes effort. time. It's the hardest part. It's the easiest question, the hard part. Like like yourself, I, I'm a coach and a consultant and I work with clients for six, seven, eight months a year. And to get it right, some of our clients we have worked four months just for them to get this right. Mm -hmm. And once it's right, it's right. I you think know? that's a given for any service industry. Yeah, yeah. There is no blanket solution. No. Um, even f even if you if you condense into into a, a subsection of a tiny industry, you still won't have a no. solution that's fit for purpose no. for everybody. No. And what I love about my job is that in order to deliver something that's useful, you really do have to get to know the client. Yeah. Um, both it's what caring, they do, which is the one. I mean, anyone any technology now can spit out a set of figures. Yeah. It's only as good as what you put in. And really, uh, technology, I love it because mm -hmm. it does all the grungy bit yep. to get you up to date. What's exciting for me is to look forward and to see the dreams mm -hmm. and the aspirations of our clients. But, but it's funny, you know, I, I've got savvier with this stuff. So in the past, if I engaged a tax expert or an accountant, I would just assume that they would get it all right and they would know me. Now I say to them before I engage them, these are the things I need advice on, right? 
you're only going to get paid by me if you actually give me advice on these things. I don't want a rotten verse from some statute book, right? Yeah. You're, you're, and, and you'd be amazed how many run for the hills when you say that. <laughs> but the yeah. good ones, not many, stay and actually give you that advice. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's not useful, if it's not solving your issue... I'm not paying for it. ...then it's not, yeah. it's not relevant to what you need. <laughs> Yeah. It, that's interesting. Yeah, there, mm. there just is, done it, it twice recently. Yeah, so you don't like tax it, people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I now have engaged, a, I believe, a good one, oh, good. but it's taken yes. a while. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think everyone has their opinion on that, and some some <laughs> law firms as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, <laughs> marketing or sales, so it is. It's it's all. Yeah. But it but it's looking into twenty twenty. What I love about the beginning of every new year is that everyone gets excited. Everyone goes brilliant this is it and they're all everyone the whole world comes out of the yeah. gate and they're all playing ahead and you you see them all with the great ideas momentum is building and as march comes on a lot of them are slipping off and falling off and they're having to doubt yeah. and they're all the worry and all and it's only when you kind of go okay i'm keeping my head above water yeah and keep on going so there's a question that and, and it's leading up to a question with yourselves are you in the position in your own business now because we're talking with like SMEs and a lot of the people that would be listening to this show are always looking, what's next? Do you yourselves go hunting or looking, whatever way you'd like to call it, for clients or are you in that position now that people are coming to you referral-wise or not? I'm very lucky because um, we, we do have a constant stream, it seems, of referrals um, but I, I specialise and even talking about the tax advice, there is one, one, one of the reasons I think that tax people get bad, a bad name is that you can tax plan to death, but if you don't end up in the situation where you want to be, it's no use. Yeah, and yeah. people think, I want to pay no tax regardless. That's ridiculous. Mm. Would it not be better to have a, pay a little bit of tax and be happy? Yeah. and have your assets where you wanted them distributed to your children exactly. equitably or whatever else you yeah. want. And go to sleep at There's that yeah. fear, Absolutely. isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're There's that fear of, okay, I'm earning all this, or is it going to be just taken away from me? Yeah, and but again, uh, that's planning. Yes. Um, yes. You know, everyone wants to grow. Anyone who's serious about it most probably can. But if you don't have a target and if you don't write those targets down... Um, it's just a dream. It's an aspiration. It's Correct. where I might like to be. Mm-hmm. But it's, you're not serious about it unless you are determined to get mine's, there. Mine's a bit different in the fact that uh, case studies work very well for myself. And, case and studies dad. are brilliant. And, yeah. yeah, case yeah. studies and data yeah. and testimonials. Yeah. I, I'm gobsmacked that people um, don't actually ask for testimonials after they've done a piece of work. Um, and it's such an advocate of good uh, good practice and, uh, and and shows that they are really good at what they what they I, do. I'm the opposite. If you look at my new website, I've got about 60 testimonials on there. Absolutely I've probably got, I've got too many. Absolutely. <laughs> now you can never, like I, what I'm getting now is I'm getting into getting video testimonials. Yeah. yeah so brilliant. using them and, it, and, and the testimonials that we're getting, we've gone that little bit extra. We're not shooting the testimonials on the phone. We're arranging for them to call down to a proper studio with lights and a professional uh, videographer who shoots it. So the quality is there. But you're you're so right. I mean, when I first arrived here three years ago from Australia, I had no testimonials here. So it took a year to get anything. 
now because of the testimonials, the work comes in. It's just mm. we're like sheep; we just follow testimonials. You know? But it's it's yeah. it, it's it's not. It's like you could have eighty testimonials or a hundred. You might people will only re- read maybe three or the four. Ones, yeah. But it's that proof that they have on exactly. it. That's what and it is. Check on them it. out. Exactly. Check them out as well. And yeah, reply to important. them. Reply to them and say thank you for your testimonial. Oh, right. absolutely. Which a lot of people don't do. Absolutely. Um, conversations, conversations. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, folks, and we'll be right back. And welcome back after the break. And we'd like to thank our sponsors, the local enterprise office in Dunleary Ratdown. They, their hashtag is making it happen. happen yeah. Making it happen hashtag. I'm actually speaking at one of their events in March. Uh, close the deal again. Um, mm. I'll be uh, a full house like last year teaching people how to sell. Cool. That's a, a great event. And I'm speaking on, I'm speaking on Tuesday night uh, on Goal Settings. And then I have my event tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. which is uh, change your mind, change your life. That's a mm. positive mindset to unleash within. <laughs> unleash within. I was at the last event; it was great. It's they're it great, great crack uh, up in Airfield. Uh, yeah. They are so much fun. There's a lot of energy. <laughs> we like to shake the negativity out of everyone in the first two, three hours, which we do. When, which when, we do. When you saw children standing there on a Saturday morning, mouths wide open, looking at grown adults doing the hokey cokey, you knew you, you knew you were in a different plane. I hope we, I didn't give away the secret. We, we, we shake up, <laughs> we shake the negativity out of people, yeah. and then we have uh, a selection of speakers that come in and speak about how they have changed their lives by changing the way they have their. How do you think? Top process. Yeah, yeah. So it's really good. Eilish, we were just talking during the break about, you know, there's this perception that a, that accountants just do accounting and their heads down and they produce reports. But you're saying, for you anyway, mm. it's been it's much more than that. It's about partnership and business growth. Maybe just expand on that a bit. Because okay. I think a lot well, of people think accountants just do accounts. I know. I know. Well, you know, I suppose the, I think the training is brilliant. Because what it what it's done for me is it gives me the ability to read financial information really quickly and understand it. But when you're reading it, you're looking for growth, you're looking for um, trends, you're looking for information that aren't easily visible. Mm. Um, but after that, I, I mean, it's so varied. Again, to go back to technology, technology does so much. You can only make business decisions with up-to-date information. Mm. So that's a given. And there are lovely monthly pay-as-you-go software-as-a-service mm. online pack- or cloud-based packages that will keep all your info up-to-date. And you mm. can import bank and you can import all sorts of stuff. So that's, that's, that's base level. But it's what you do with that information that's so exciting, yeah, I think. And to see the growth, to plot it and to measure. And, you know, if you aim for 110% and you get 90, mm. how bad is that? You don't beat yourself up, but you can measure where you're going and how exciting it it's is. A, it's an interesting, and I'll open up to both of you, that say someone who goes and speaks to people and speaks to their staff and doesn't look at any of these analytics... Don't look at any then. I can speak to the customers and speak to the staff and then ask them to make a decision. And then, or get them to look at just just the analytics and make a decision. Mm. Which would work? Neither. Both. Neither And the reason why I'm saying it, because there, I remember hearing a survey, I must dig it up, um, that top executives, after looking at all the data and speaking to everyone, no matter if they didn't have it or not, Gut feeling wise, would make the same decisions yeah. anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's what I'm trying to get but you at. Need was, you, the, you do in, need the both. The financial yeah. info is only the baseline. That's to give you the background. You also need the human element and you need the feedback. It's interesting because, you know, I do some work for this company, Brand Finance, based out of London. I represent them here. And so what they do is they put values on corporate brands, right? Mm -hmm. There are only two ISO certified companies. And so they basically they look at quantitative factors, all the financial stuff. But more importantly, that makes up a value of a brand is the qualitative stuff. So customer perception, market perception, Mm -hmm. how happy staff are. And yet most accountants don't wouldn't touch this stuff because they just deal with the quantitative stuff. I think we're a bit afraid of it, if, if yeah. we're honest. And most CFOs are as well. Mm-hmm. But it's a growing discipline, Absolutely. brand valuation. And it's hugely important. 30% of the global stock markets is intangible assets and 60% of that is brand and 60% of that is not captured on. You can't put it on balance sheets, mm. but you can note it. Mm. So there's, there's billions out there of value that's not even noted on balance sheets. Yeah. Yeah. And when the world ends, it'll, we won't care. <laughs> <laughs> but as a small business owner, um, I, f- I find some of these tools absolutely fantastic. I use QuickBooks myself. Um, yeah. It is phenomenal, mm-hmm. the fact that I can invoice my, my work on a, a monthly basis and I can start tracking uh, about my profit and loss uh, yeah. as well. Just, the yeah. fact you can start scanning in your receipts and um, yeah. you know taking that element of um, grunge. Mon- grunge and mundane-ness <laughs> yeah. from, your, uh, from your daily life and to know it's peace of mind for me and Mark in here from Big Red Book as well Um, it's a great product they have Big Red Cloud now you can import you know you can scan a load of invoices and import them Mm. you can but the support is excellent as well Um, it's an Irish company always buy Irish if you can support SMEs you based up in Belfast or yes so I've got an office in Dundalk and an office in in Belfast then as well across the border across the border yes which is very relevant (laughs) at at the moment yes so so this Brexit bill was finally signed yesterday which Mm. means it's now real (laughs) yes so how is that going to impact your business in the north and or the south or will it make any difference or I'm hoping it won't make a difference because uh, maybe if there was no deal um, uh, uh, on the plate um, which it's looking very unlikely that it won't be uh, a no deal um, I'm hoping that I'll be okay but again how do you practice for something or how do you plan for something that you just don't know the outcome uh, um, yeah. from I have a very good friend and a very good colleague who is a Brexit advisor um, for Enterprise Ireland and it's changed the the whole kind of uh, scenario has completely changed and the landscape has changed over the past two months yeah. from looking very likely like no deal to uh, to a deal on the plate now. it's going to create a whole but new industry it, as well it, it, it yeah, and huge yeah. opportunities yeah. For, opportunities. from a northern yeah. Ireland point of view there's a huge opportunity there oh, absolutely. because we are part I, of I believe it'll be a lot smoother this time because there is a different government in you know, people that were blocking are yeah. now are you know, But on the smaller. other hand, if they don't elect for an extension at no, the I end agree. of June, there could be no deal at the end of the year. There could be no deal because yeah. if they don't elect to or request an extension, yeah. then by default, it hasn't gone. They'll crash out on the thirty first. Uh, do you of think December. it makes it easier for um, negotiational purposes both on both sides that there is more mm. an established yeah. government? Um, so I'm watching very mm. carefully. I live thirty miles from the border. Yeah. Um, I love Dublin and love Dundalk for doing business as well as Belfast. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of the big tech companies in Dublin, so that's where I can see yeah. my kind of. We have a room for rent down yeah. there. Yeah. Fantastic. fantastic. It's, mm. what, there's one thing when when you hear Brexit, everyone rolls their eyes and they go, "Oh my god!" But 
I don't think people are people are forgetting the positive. And I mean that from yeah. a business opportunity. Yeah. Like one of, one of our uh, colleagues here, Patrick Daly uh, from Alba Logistics, does a show here called Interlinks, and he speaks about Brexit all the time and speaks to people all across border and right across Europe. The opportunities that have opened up and the creative ideas that Irish business have started to do and look at outside the British Isles and into yeah. Europe is amazing. And some of these companies now that, that have moved the way they do business, if they decide, say Brexit isn't going to happen, they're never going to go back to yeah. the way it was because they've found better and super ways to, to do business. I think now it's pushed us into yeah. doing something that we never would have done either. No longer ever. the small island. And yeah. yeah. And the thing is, historically, we dealt with the UK primarily because it was nearest yeah. and we knew it best and it was the same language. Um, now we've opened up whole new markets. We've mm. learned that language isn't a barrier. Um, that it's nearly as near to go to Europe, mainland Europe, yeah. that the market is massively better. Look at bigger. Flanders. They've built a business right along all the ports and yeah. in there just to deal with the mm. Irish market as yeah. well. So, yeah. And we might never have got out of our comfort zone. If it didn't if, happen. If we're it very adaptable happen. people. Um, yeah. and, you know, we we're always, have, we always have been, yeah. particularly the Irish, particularly what's... Much uh, more so uh, than the Political UK. and historical <laughs> landscape has always changed. Um, and we are an island. Uh, that's the way I look at it. Um, and a very oh, accessible island. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a rock off the side of Europe. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. that's right. If only I, the politicians could kind of get out of the way of this stuff. I mean, Northern Ireland could quite easily be the Singapore of Western Europe. Mm. Yeah. Had the best of being in Europe and the UK. Yeah. Let's hope this politicians start catching up with this stuff. Wow. Well, it'll be interesting because uh, the with the elections coming up as well, yeah. they're knocking on the door. Um, uh, you know, I have my yeah, list yeah. of questions for them. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think what they do, well, they put the red cross, don't call it there, <laughs> as a list yeah, of questions. Yeah. Because it matters. Everything matters to us. And yeah. there's one thing about being in this area, which the Dunleary rat down area yeah. people don't realize it but what happens in this area m- makes a big difference what happens in government yeah because it it's does. one of the strongest areas on it, it as is. well yeah most so. expensive house prices in Ireland as well everything else yeah we have the Lewis we have the dark yeah you know it's Dundrum shopping center Dundrum shopping center <laughs> thank you for Dundrum shopping center as well yeah. what sort of uh, year have you got planned for yourselves in in your own structure in your own business we're talking about how you help other people but what sort of ideas or structures have you got yourselves for your own business well um, I think more establishing my, my brand on online, so practicing what I preach. Uh, I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn, uh, as a lot of business professionals are. Mm. Uh, I would uh, do a lot of LinkedIn workshops uh, across Ireland, um, and it's really shown people about enhancing their personal brand um, through through things like through things like LinkedIn. Uh, I'm also a HubSpot agency partner, and I want to utilize those two. I want to utilize those two tools um, um, more yeah. I'm definitely differentiating myself amongst all the other um, uh, social media and digital marketing consultants out there and just yeah. focusing on those two platforms do you, do you think a lot has changed you know like LinkedIn has changed the landscape the way we do business we were speaking earlier when we were having coffee that you know you can find anybody's information online email address whatever 
and everyone is sort of believing, let's call it social selling, mm -hmm. you know, that all you need to do is put loads of content up online and go, right, right wait. it's all, it's going to wait, it's wait. Mm -hmm. Those conversations, if, I've always believed if you really want to grow your business, it's having conversations. There are people out there that will do business with you, but they will do it only if you have a conversation with them. I absolutely we had exactly totally the same chat. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely totally agree with that. Um, yeah. You know, these are fantastic tools. They're great opportunities. You can get really good data from them. But it's when you actually sit down in front of the clients and see the whites of their eyes and they see the whites of yours, they really understand that you're a trustworthy person. You were saying if somebody has a thousand likes but no comments, it's kind of almost worthless. Well, that's just an aesthetic. Well, I woke up this morning and I was very upset because, you know, I only had six likes on LinkedIn. And <laughs> it becomes an addictive I, thing, doesn't I it? I had to have an extra coffee. We're, we're going to keep on this conversation when we come back and uh, we'll take a quick break right now, folks. And welcome back, folks. Uh, we were talking uh, before the break on how we develop or how our guests develop um, are going to develop their business or the insights that they're going to be doing themselves. And um, Niall beforehand was telling us what he was what he was doing. And we're going to open open the floor to yourself. Well, I think the first thing I'll be doing is contacting Niall <laughs> some marketing. <laughs> um, no, we well, I always have great fans, but um, about a year ago, I launched our app, the Quinlan, Quinlan Accountants app, um, which um, very slow, quiet launch, but it, it integrates. It's not rocket science. It's just can sit there and you can do everything. A lot of information gathered in the one space. And that's on iTunes or both, both on it? Both. both yeah. um, and <laughs> so that sort of, I that took a while to do, obviously. Yeah. And um, for this year, we're just looking at um, really technology. I love what you can do. I just find it really exciting um, and all the opportunities of Brexit and new markets. And I I represent the ACCA in Brussels every so often on a think tank, which gives me huge scope, as well. scope no. and, um, and great contact. So I can refer someone to an accountant in Germany or in Denmark or wherever it is. Um, and that gives me great insight into how other countries work um, which gives my clients opportunities. It's interesting, I heard on the radio yesterday that Ireland is one of the best countries in the world through its tax system in equalising, through its progressive tax system in equalising disparities. I didn't, I never knew that. Well, yes and no, it depends what level you're at. Um, I think, uh, well, I won't get into the social welfare versus yeah. So there's good and bad debate. to what I've just there said. There is good and bad. Has yeah. Ross helped an awful lot? A I lot think of Ross is one of the best yeah. um, websites actually yeah. give give the government its yeah, due. Yeah, um, yeah. It crashes at the yeah. income tax year every year. The income tax But the information but that they the have and what great. you can load in and out. Yeah, yeah it's not that intuitively no, easy not. to find something. But little tip. There's a white box called search, the top right-hand yeah. corner. Yeah. And if Help. you put in the topic... <laughs> no, but really, if you put it is, in the yeah, topic... No, it's a brilliant, and, brilliant, and, uh, brilliant... It'll bring there. you, no. because there are lots of different avenues you can go down, and if you're like me and you see something that's interesting and you go off down into, that into little a, avenue, yeah. it can be a bit hard to... Do we all do that, actually? You know, we got, I remember jumping on to send someone an email this morning, and I ended up... You know, on YouTube, and I kind of went, yeah, "Oh my God, what was I? What was I doing? I, I had do to that. stop." Yeah, it depends when the next out. deadline is. Yeah, on yeah. the pushing through it. It's, it's. Do you believe, like, 
it's important to have, you know, pushing as much content out online. It's all about being awareness. It's or pushing the right amount of content, building that persona that people know that you're there, or is it sort of? Is there a right balance? That's a good question. That, that's that's the big question. Getting the right balance. So is what right. is that balance? It's, it's it's about getting content, but actually also having something that you want your customers to do. Congruency. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel that sometimes there's maybe too much noise. Um, there's a lot of noise. A lot of yeah. noise at the moment. And it's about giving something back to your clients. We're all in the business where we give services back. So, you know, giving uh, financial help, uh, free financial yeah, advice, yeah. those kind of things. You're, you're probably kicking me under the table for no, saying no, no, that. No, no. Um, I mean, my app give, is free, for example. It's just handy. Yeah. Thought leadership. Yeah. Posts um, will get higher engagement than uh, look at me, aren't I great? Um, I'm, I'm absolutely fantastic. I'm on a radio show. Um, it, it's giving something back is always going to help. Important. Information. It's it's. I give out uh, free information. You know, tips mm-hmm. and tools and, and share. And if and we we talk about asking people, if someone asks me something, I'll tell them. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 that important. And and I, yeah, it's not that. Oh, look at me. I'm great. I'm with um, with, with Joan Simon. In case you want her autographs. <laughs> <Yeah>. right, <so. laughs> but it's it's that it's it's the content. Yes, yeah, that's it's right. important. That's right. But having something that you want to. Plan. But you can be overwhelmed with all that content as well. Like you can, and it's very simple. You know, I speak to a lot of people about LinkedIn, um, and they say, you know, oh, there's an awful lot of rubbish on it here, um, and. You, you, there's three buttons up in the top right hand corner of every post if you don't like mm. that piece of content you just click on that button and say I do not want to be served any posts that are do relevant you, to, to this subject matter or I don't want to see any posts from that individual again it's interesting do you mm. think there's like a new online empathy thing that's emerging what I mean by that is when I see posts say on LinkedIn there are certain posts I just completely turn me off people yeah. who just talk about their thought for the day but they don't offer any advice or there are people who just you know, add in URL, you know, hashtags for for other people they know, and all this sort of stuff. There are certain people when you see the post, you, you're drawn to them. My, my question: What, what is, is that empathy? Yeah, but my question back to you, Simon, is what do you what do you do when you see that post? Do you skirt across it? Do you do anything? When I see the ones that annoy me, yeah, I completely try. I avoid it and go to the next it, one. It's, but it's, but it, you need to you need to actually physically tell uh, the platform that you don't want to be served that content because the algorithm. Yeah, is yeah. It, I, just, do, I just don't bother. I just move on. Yeah, but, but that's, it, it, that's it, going to continue to serve that. I remember yeah, yeah. I, I did a test and I put up a video mm-hmm. of a woman balancing sticks, you know, balance stick by stick, and it was made it into a tree I, on LinkedIn. I said, so I just want to do this. I had some like 50 odd people going, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> this is not to do with work, yeah. right? Amazing. One person going, this is LinkedIn or Facebook, yeah, which yeah, that's yeah. to keep your opinion to yeah, yourself. Exactly. Um, but it had 18,000 views. So I'm kind of going, was this a video that I posted? Just to, I threw it up last year to test it. And I was kind of going, is it so people can just switch off from work and go, ah, yeah. oh, breather. Or was it eighteen thousand people thinking Joe's finally lost it? <laughs> no, but, it, but it's it, but it's yeah. But that's the algorithm on it. Yeah, no, though, I agree. Because if you can try and gamify something yeah, or yes. put a bit of fun into something, I mean, yeah. you can be serious and you can be learning something or giving serious 
information, but it doesn't all have to be so serious, numbing, no, so yeah. serious. No, yes. yes. That's a very, very um, true point as well, because you know that that it, you, probably people were looking at business related posts, yeah. and they came across this kind of relief. But there's certain take. etiquette people would say, "Oh well, hold them on LinkedIn's a professional network. Um, oh, it's not face." Yeah. I know. But for me, then the next step for you, you've got all that awareness and engagement, which is brilliant. What would be the next step for a potential client to do business with you based on that post? So this is my point. I know you were testing it, but it it was testing it, but it was also looking at, you know, putting up other posts and monitoring to see. And you get to, I've realized that I've, you know, in business over 30 years, and I've realized we, you know, we all are knowledgeable on sales and we are all knowledgeable on marketing and we all know all the software and we love this. But at the end of the day, it's really trust, belief, connection, yeah. who we are ourselves. Yeah. It's not forcing something or pretending to be someone else. Mm-hmm. If people just don't want to do business with me because they saw that, then I don't want to do business exactly. with them either. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's it. I want to be deal with the person who knows that I don't wear a short, I curse from time to time, but they know I care about them 100%. But there are people who who feel that, that they're similar or else they like better what you're doing than they're doing. Yeah, Either point. way, you're going to connect with them yeah. or they're going to connect with yeah, you and yeah, yeah. you have to have that connection if you're going to have a long yeah. and useful it, and correct, that's we correct. talk about uniqueness and being authentic but it's for me now it's the belief system and I always say to people say look there's 25% of people out there that love you think you're brilliant and want to do that business much? with you there's 25 <laughs> I expect there's well there's 25% well there's, I, I use the analogy there's 25% mm. of people out there get you there's 25% of people out there that will sit on the fence and there's 50% of people out there would wish you were dead and that's how I look at business yeah. that's how I look it's that 25% mm. I'm not there's how many billion in the world or I'm only looking at that 25% that resonate with myself the other 50% that hate me or wish I was dead Good. There's someone else like me who they like that they'll do business with. It's, it's about building that resilience. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, personally, myself, I'm two years in business um, and I worked for 20 years for different organizations. And it was actually building that resilience and realizing that there will be people that just don't like what you post up. I don't and like you. That's yeah. great. Grand. We don't need to do business. And, yeah. and uh, that's the way to kind of have that mindset. And Simon, you talked about the imposter syndrome. Yep. That's huge. I just posted this morning, right, and I posted and I gave um, some tips, right, because I've been through that and I've, I'm shameless about talking about it now. And I put an image there of two bubbles on the left and two bubbles on the right. And on the left, this is what you think of yourself. Your bubble is small and what you think of other people is big. But in reality, they're both the same, right? The feedback that I've got is, mm. wow, but that image is amazing, Simon. That's a, that's a massive subject. Yeah. We've two and a half minutes left, so I feel it fair that we, we'll all plug our businesses anyway. So let's uh, look, if people want to find out about their taxes or financial advice or if someone wants to find out about marketing um, or how to build that strategy in both, in, in both industries, where can people find you? I'm Quinlanaccountants.ie. Um, 
or Google Eilish Quinlan E-I-L-I-S And are you also on LinkedIn? Yes I am Yeah you are on LinkedIn as well yourself? Um, yeah, I'd love to speak to any SME or a large organisation as well that are looking to grow their business. So it's www.atlanticusdigital.com is my website. And of course, you can find me on LinkedIn um, 24-7 uh, as well. And Alash, just give me one quick tip that you would give our audience in your own industry. Well, I think for life rather than industry Whichever. specific, um, nothing is impossible. It just takes a bit longer. It does, yes. Take a step back and start thinking about your customers. What are their challenges? Putting yourself in your customer's shoes and uh, demonstrating how you can alleviate those uh, those problems as well. Simon? A bit like Eilish's, for me, it's about not allowing your impatience become a block for you. Don't allow your impatience become a block. Just allow yourself to be patient and things will unfold. Takes time, but yep. once the momentum is building on it as well isn't it, it take is. time yep momentum yep. and speed of delivery is yep. crucial as well yeah. you it. mentioned resilience and awareness mm. these are the four kind of yeah. four or five pillars I think on it as well yeah. and what do you do next week what have you got up uh, getting prepared to do a new program on business growth at Southampton University in the UK in a couple of weeks um, I, I can't yet announce but I've got another business school here about to engage me so I seem to be doing lots of work with business schools so that's it, yes. a lot of hard work yes <laughs> we'll have a big plaque of you in that Professor Hayes there he is look at him yeah. and yes uh, myself again I'm doing a couple of events and just uh, enjoying the ride as one yeah. says, uh, where the Conscious Business Academy now is reaching out to uh, corporate clients to speak to them on sales, marketing, yeah. culture and leadership. That's the Conscious Business Academy. On to next week, folks, myself and Simon would like to say thank you, thank you, thank you for listening in. It's been a, uh, a really nice... Hasn't it? it has, Very yes. relaxed today. Very relaxed today. It must be something in my coffee. <laughs> something in my coffee. Until next week, folks, we will catch you again live at 1pm. And remember, the show is available on iTunes and Spotify. So if you want to catch a rerun, you'll catch us up in there. Till next week, one o'clock. Have a super week. Goodbye.